0: We were getting really drunk every night. I was 19, 18 or... I would have been 19. And like... um, Like getting drunk and getting high. And it was like just when I started smoking pot too. Um, And so we would get high. And one of the nights we are walking around. It was late. And I was just like hounding them. I'm like, I need to eat. I'm like, there's a donut shop. Can we go and get some food? And I was getting like, I need to eat. And this guy turned around and he just goes... Shut the fuck up, Munchum. And like he said that, (laughs) and the other guy just goes, his face lit up and he goes, You're Munchum. That's you. You're Munchum now. And that happened. We got back to college the following like fall, and they they were like, uh, Matt's nickname is now Munchum. And then I just became Munchum. Like overnight, literally, like. I grew my hair out. Yeah. Cause I got the munchies that one night I became Munchum. I got back up to school that year, met like more people who weren't in the frat. And like, I started writing for a paper and stuff. And like, just Did you
1: sign the paper Munchum?
0: No, I would have, if they would have let me, but in college, like in college I was Munchum, like uh, all my college friends still call me Munchum. Which like, I've met and they do. Yeah. Like in, I'm totally about it. Like they like different nicknames like munchie like one of my um my like best friends his wife now she like affectionately calls me munchie like it's just and i became that person like it like they're like you're Munchum now and it was just like i am that is what i am a hundred percent it wasn't like and it was just like it was more like not that because i got that nickname i became a different person it was just like but in that moment i was becoming a different person it was just like this weird baptism of like and you also now here is your like confirmation name right your confirmation right. name is and it was just like holy shit that sh- that is who i am right. like
1: and you went to a small school right? very small yeah like do you think that that would have caught on Really, at like a bigger school. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> nicknames and stuff is like a total like small school
0: thing. Also, let me clarify. It's not like I knew all 3,000 of the people <laughs> I went to college with. Oh, at.
1: it was even that big? 3,000?
0: Yeah, well, it was that big, but that's the smallest. It was a public university, but it's the smallest public university in Michigan. Okay. But like 3,000 is very tiny for a public like university. Like yeah. Wayne State's like 30,000, Michigan's 30,000.
1: Cuz I went to a small college too.
0: Yeah. Well, there's smaller in Michigan like Albion. I'm drinking coffee mug that says Albion is like 800 people or something crazy like that. So there's much smaller but right. they're usually private. So a public university that's 3,000s like tiny.
1: Okay. Cuz like in college I went by Marge in college because this girl print Marge. Marge oof. By Margaret. Uh only <laughs> So in 8th grade, it was always like one girl realized my name was Margaret, thought it was funny and like went on a, a world tour with it. So like in 8th grade, my friend Melissa Young <laughs> decided that it would be fun to Call me Margaret, and she always used to say, Go Margaret. Well, then, like, I would pass by people in the hall, and people would say it to me. So, like, Go Margaret was just like this big (laughs) thing. People would just say, Scream Go Margaret to me. I had a necklace that said Go Margaret on it. Like, it was a thing in eighth grade. And then in college, my friend Brittany realized my name was Margaret and thought that Marge was a funny name. And everyone called me Marge. And she even got me a job. One time at this like pizza place, and they called me Marge. So, like, that was my college
2: persona, persona
1: was Marge. The
2: real housewife of New Jersey. Her name is Marge, and she's got pigtails, and she's like classic Marge. And she actually,
1: <laughs> that, that was, was me. And she that was me in herself. college. <laughs> she, that, was classic Marge. But that sounds like classic Marge Yeah. Too. Yeah. I was Marge, Marge in college. I have
2: an aunt Peggy, and then my mind like exploded when I found out that that's a nickname for Margaret. Her real name is Margaret. It's like, where that made my head Peggy
1: explode, too. Yeah, I always used to have, like, the For, like, weird teacher every year would be like, can I call you Peggy? And I'm like, abso-fucking-lutely no, no, not. No don't I didn't call know me that ever. I didn't
0: know Peggy was that. Peggy,
1: Maggie, and Megan are all derivatives of Margaret. And, like, why is dick? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Because uh, I feel like whenever that happened uh, also didn't mean what it means now. I would. Yeah. I would hope. <laughs>
1: Well, and Sean and John are the same name too. Sean and John. Yeah.
2: I have a neighbor named John, and then he was like, "I'm
1: Jack now." Or maybe it's not Sean, and maybe it's Jack and John. (laughs) I think those are the same name. I
2: think Sean and John are two completely
1: different things. I'm gonna look it up because I think they are. Either way,
2: they could totally be because Maggie or Margaret and Peggy.
1: Yeah. but Matt, you have, you're like very close still with all the nicknamers, right? Yeah. Like, why don't you go ahead and tell them some of the other names?
0: My, <laughs> there's a bunch, I, He
1: By the way, he introduced us to these men with these names as full grown adults. Yes. These are the friends and they
0: also have nicknames? Yes. Okay. One of them, I, well, so like I would say my best friend from college, my two best friends, um, we lived in the same room in the frat house my sophomore year. And so it was a room. Uh, room six, and it was me, so Munchum, Puky, and Chode. Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) So, you got the Munchies and got upset that one time, so you're munchies. Yes. Munchum, and then there's someone who's got a Chode,
0: and then someone... Someone who just looked like a Chode, and so somebody was like, your nickname's Chode. But he didn't even look like a Chode. He was actually like the guy who lived in my freshman dorm. Somebody just in the frat was just like, also... Well, whatever. We we're not supposed to call it a frat, but I've started calling it a frat. But it was hammered into like call it a fraternity, fraternity not a frat. But whatever. You're not allowed to say frat. You're not supposed to.
1: It's like derogatory. Yeah, because people are like, yeah.
0: Um, They want to be taken
1: seriously, Brendan. I
0: no longer call pukey pukey because it's just like it's for whatever reason that's chode Chode is for sure still Chode. chode. O-D-E Because I spell it with an A Oh And I always get like Because I love saying Chode I think it's a great word Yeah <laughs> It's
2: a really good description For certain types of people
0: Yes I think if you met Chode now You'd be like Oh yeah he." You sure that's not just his name?
1: <laughs> I had no problem calling him Chode <laughs> I wish I I wish I could have gone to like A Michigan school though Like what was your Situation in college, Brendan? Uh, for nicknames? Yeah Or just in general What was your purpose there?
2: <laughs> I was in the musical theater for one year and then i was always sick of doing rehearsals when everyone else was partying so then i dropped out and that was
1: a. where did you go to school central michigan nice
2: um didn't have too many- Ugh, i actually did have a friend who took it upon herself based off absolutely nothing just like out of nowhere my nickname was pook or Pookie, and I resented it no. so much, and I never encouraged it. And all my other friends were like, "What is this?" And it's like I don't know. And then she would like sing that uh, Fergalicious song, but she she would switch it up with Pookalicious. And <laughs> I just, it like, like I hated it so much.
0: No.
1: Speaking of Pookalicious, why don't you go ahead and tell them about your shell necklace?
0: Ooh. Oh no, it's a hemp <laughs> necklace. Oh whatever. <laughs> I once I became Munchum, I. A hemp necklace appeared on my neck out of thin air. <laughs> he
1: literally was like the <laughs> biggest hippie. There's pictures of Matt and, like long, shaggy so hair. Like early 2000s,
0: or like yeah, 2000s. early 2000s. That was when all that was like- yeah. yeah, yeah. Like long hair became like a jam bander. It's it's it really is like when I got that nickname. It just happens like in this is like not this is darker, but it also coincided with 9/11, which like. 911 happened and like so 911 happened and I wrote this like article like a, a it was before I was writing for the paper paper I wrote like a letter to the editor about like what I'd seen on the news about like they showed all this footage of people celebrating and stuff like that in other countries and I didn't write a letter that was like condemning any of it but I was just like I wrote this letter and then I had this humanities professor who like called me after class one day and he was just like, Hey, he's like, Matt, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, Hey, I just want you to let, you know, I read your letter to the editor and he's like, I really did like it, but you mentioned this thing and you should look into it because the footage that was being shown like on many news outlets was this footage that was 10 years old. It was just like Fox news or whoever it was, like put out this footage of like, um, like middle in the middle east of people celebrating and they're saying like look they're celebrating the like what happened okay and it was a total like and i like it like i was like what and he's like yeah like it's all fake it's all put out to make people yes a hundred percent and my dad was always very like leftist and stuff so i talked to him and he's just like oh yeah and like that's when i switched majors i switched to sociology And like became this total hippie. And like, I was just like apolitical before. I didn't like, I wasn't like, it's not like I was a Republican or anything, but I just didn't didn't pay attention. Yeah, I was 18. I didn't give a shit. I remember I wanted Gore to win but I didn't really know why other than my dad. I know. was still
1: in diapers then. So I don't know.
0: Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So like it coincided with that, like this like weird awakening of like, wait, what is this? And it's so, like switched to sociology and started studying the media and stuff like that. And I was just like, it was shocking. It was also shocking. Like they're just lying. They're doing this on purpose. It's we well marched. Yeah. My, it's yeah. My insane. dad. Oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say my dad, then I started writing for the paper and like my dad, when we went to war, I had this, my dad has this framed, like the copy of my like article that was just like, We calling saying like we should not go to war. We should not do this. I was like nineteen or twenty. I'm like we should not do this. Here's why. Here's what I've been reading. And like now it's been forty eight years later, and we're still into wars. (laughs) Like (laughs) and people are like, what? We'll go in. We'll get out. I'm like, I'm reading that we're just gonna go there and set up shop. And they're like, from who? Professor Dobberden, which was like this like lefty professor we had. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a
1: book here. I thought you just made that up. No, I
0: didn't. No, he is uh gerald and leslie they were my two like sociology professors gerald was a little more like trying to lead me down like hey come here look at what i got
2: yeah oh god so, you- so yeah lots of good nicknames though
0: yeah i like munchum munchum Munch i it's i'm very fond of it i still wish that's what people called me to i would yeah, not i'd be fine it. If people called me Munchum still, I would be fine with it. But it was not something I was ever going to introduce anybody. Like, I wasn't going to show up in improv class and be like, my name's Munchum.
1: <laughs> I wish so badly. Because me and Matt started improv classes together. And I wish very badly that you would have been like, hi, Munchum Pedro, Penridge. Yeah. My friends called me
2: like Bren, Brendy. Brendy, my friendy was a nickname for a while. Brendy, my I like that. Yeah, My friend Allison, she was Al, my pal, and I was
0: Brendy, my friend. That should be on a t shirt. Brendy, my friendy.
2: It's going to be. It'll be a Brandy. part of our. A part of our, <laughs> I
1: don't know stuff. Our merch. Our merch.
2: We'll have a shirt. that says "Brenny, my friendy and another one that says 7th Grade Bitch."
1: <laughs> <laughs> was is a seventh grade bitch. <laughs> <laughs> seventh grade bitch. <laughs> Former seventh grade bitch. She's Love. Now she's just she's a full a grown, bitch. grown bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. All right, so, so that the next was seg seedling and finally we've got our sage
0: stage Sage stage the sage this one is the easiest because maggie was there and it was like walking into intro one like taking intro one of improv like for sure like i don't know and this third third of my life like that's the that's the biggest change like 6 or 7 7 years ago now we took yeah. improv class May like, 16th
1: 19 er, 19 May 16th 2013 at 7 p.m. Wow. is when I met Matt Paton yeah. to the day yeah this is a very
0: all, cool show. yeah all right so what, it, what uh, motivated you to take it I always, like comedy was always something that I wanted to do. I actually, a paper in like fourth or fifth grade, we had this contest at school and it was just like, you write a speech about what you want to do when you grow up. And if you win the whole state tournament or whatever the hell it was, you'll meet the person who you say is your idol in that field. And I said, I want to be a comedian. And I was going to pick jerry seinfeld but i knew he was too famous so i picked dave coulier instead as the person that i like like was doing this in the field and then i got sick that week and never gave the speech so i never like got to move on so then i didn't become a comic till i was 30 <laughs> <laughs> do you still want to meet dave coulier yeah okay i I'm somehow make it that- that's, I think what you're supposed to pick is you want to be an accountant, like your dad, <laughs> and then you may, like, or like, I was like I'd be like JK Rowley, and then like, let's see you get that. Right. It was like, supposed to pick, you're like, what do you want to do when you grow up, and pick somebody who's doing that, like, who you look you up to. I you thought about
1: it logistically, though, like, um, no, he's too famous, so I'll pick <laughs> Dave Coulier. And Dave
0: Coulier was from Detroit, yeah. like, so I was just like, so I'll go with him, who was also, Dave Coulier was crazy famous at the time. Um, I actually friended him on LinkedIn and, and then invited him to uh, me and Mitch's last show, but he never replied. He didn't reply. <laughs> no. Thanks a lot, Dave. I feel like you should have some free time,
2: just to, like move back. So let's yeah.
0: get your
1: feet wet in the community.
0: Come right, come see a show. I did meet him in high school, though.
1: I met him a lot in college.
0: You met him a lot. What?
1: Yeah, he was doing a play. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like rubbing elbows in the industry. No, he was. He also doing didn't
0: a- have a license.
1: <laughs> he also didn't have a license, so my friend Pam drove us both around. <laughs> uh, so Pam picked us both up. No, he uh, was doing a play at the Goodman Theater in Chicago when I lived there, and he used to come into the- my work every day for lunch. Yeah um i'm sure he'll listen to this uh not not from what i remember but we didn't have like too much of like an interaction but i um maybe he was just mad when i interacted with him but he wasn't the nicest to me yeah you're allowed to be a rude at a sandwich shop in chicago you know i get it
0: yeah yeah and he also hosted there is america's funniest video and then america's funniest people at the time, in America's Funniest People was like you'd send in sketches that you made. Like instead of sending in bloopers from your family, you would actually make sketches and send them in, and he hosted that and so when he was the host of that, there's a point where he was like legit one of the most famous people in America cuz there was not that much content. So he was hosting this very like popular family show that I think was on a Sunday night or something like that, primetime like. yes yes it was ex- ex- exactly the same format except that the videos weren't bloopers they were intentionally like these sketches That's that people cool. would send in and so like yeah bob Saget hosted the other one he hosted this he was on full house and hosted that like he was it was I didn't like
1: know that it existed either.
0: no there's probably more than one but it was like i was very young i was like a child so like i like it was just a long time yeah. ago it wasn't like long running. It was a few seasons. But he'd swear he'd do like the Jack Loeb character. I don't know. You can cut all of this. Fuck no, you, no, Dave no. Coulier. No. <laughs> he'd do this thing like, yeah, Jack Loeb, which is a fake thing. And he would do the voices for it. And he'd be like, I don't know.
2: Are we talking about like those bunny
0: rabbits with the antlers? Yeah. And like there's like this puppet on there. And so there would be, they would also like, there'd be. Like, people who sent in videos and then sketches, like, that he would do. And it would be, like, this Jack Loeb running around. And he'd do the voice of it. And, like, fast as fast can be. I don't know. I can't That's
2: do it. Because, <laughs> so, um, my choir, for a trip, we went to, like, Chicago, I think. And... We stopped at a random gas station on our way home and there was like a stuffed jackalope and so we bought me and my friend's <laughs>
0: coffee, and then we were just doing
2: puppet shows with it the rest of the bus ride home like over the thing and the whole thing was that he worked at a subway and he was making sandwiches. <laughs> and we were so amused by it but other people in the bus were like shut the fuck up by like the fifth hour of us doing like hey we're making sandwiches. And I love I that. It's a universal thing.
0: Yeah. And I didn't even know that we were copying you, Dave Clear. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I would imagine.
2: No,
1: YouTube we doesn't
0: sh- have any of that content. <laughs> as we're um but
1: back to your back to your formative moments. Yeah, moment.
0: yeah I took improv class and I was actually just telling somebody this story the other day, but um Maggie and I took intro one with two other people um that we ended up in a troop with that Maggie formed in like I took intro one with Maggie, then intro two with only Maggie from that group of friends. Um only Maggie and I took the next class consecutively and then took a break. Cause I was in uh grad school at the time, like took a couple of se- semesters off. And like, I was just telling somebody I was, I took a couple off and I was like, you know, I don't know. That was fun. It's not going to be anything. So maybe I'll just not ever go back. My intention was always to go back, but there is, there is a moment where I was just like, man, eh, fuck it. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. What am I like going to finish these classes? And then what, what is the, what's whatever. The- yeah. Like, and so I almost didn't go back. And then I think one day I emailed Maggie or texted her and I was just like, hey, just so you know, like I just like, there was one day I was like, you know what, no, I'm, I'm going to sign up for the next one. And I like scrambled because it was like about to start. And so I like emailed Jess Loria, who I didn't know at the time I was like, hey, can I still get in this class? And she's like, yeah, there's still space. And I, I remember I messaged Maggie and I was just like, hey, just so you know, I signed up for intro three. I don't know if you're going to go back yet or not, but I'm taking intro three. And I three. was still on a break. Yeah. Also on a break. Yeah, and so we didn't come back at the same time. But then, yeah, I came back and finished. And I think that that taking the class was a big leap because I remember walking to the class, um, thinking like, uh, if you just if you just turn around, you can probably get your money back. And even if you don't, it's two hundred bucks. Like you don't actually have to do this because I was very like nervous about it. And then like the bigger one is probably returning, like because it was like take probably took two sessions off, which is like four or five months. Yeah, And like. I was just like, uh, like, whatever. I just finished grad school and I was just like, just take some time off and not have anything to do for a while. And so, and then I was just like, no, you know what? Let's just see. Let's see what happens. And so, yeah. And then obviously this has been super time consuming and fun and awesome. Yeah. Like I live with my girlfriend, Molly, now who I met through improv. Like it's just completely changed my life.
2: Yeah. Do you do any performing
0: I played Jesus in the passion play when I was in 3rd grade,
1: which is very formative. Yes. I'm upset you didn't say that for I've, your first. Well, it tier. <laughs> just bring it down. Like, yeah.
0: This is hard. Let's um, a few more in here so that Jesus. Yes. And before that though, um really not. I always liked making people laugh. I always I was always very conscious that I was like in my opinion, funny. And I'd always like gravitate to other people who are funny and I'd measure myself against it and be like, am I funnier than this person? Even in college and high school, like I'd always like gravitate towards them. It wasn't like, Ooh, I'm going to stay away. Cause I'm nervous. I'm like, Ooh, no, this, this is the funny person. Let's see. Like, um, and then I tried stand up once when I was probably like 25 at Mark Ridley's like open mic in like, I don't know, just completely bombed in, but I didn't remember. It wasn't. I only did stand up because I thought, well, that's like, right? Yeah, that's what what I thought. You did, yeah. I
1: didn't know anything about improv.
0: Yeah, and so because what I always really wanted to do is always write. Like I always wanted to like, I would always try to get people to like, let's make like a movie or something like that. But it's, I don't know, it's hard to do it until you do it. Like, like I took the writing class. We had Maggie and I did we won Colony Fest. So that was like a writing class, like in a sense, and improv is kind of a writing a class. So like, that's what allowed me to write. Like I, it was, I never knew where to start with a script before that. Right. So now like I'm doing that, I'm writing more and like, that's always really what I wanted to do anyways. But improv was like such a better, like gateway or yeah. Like, yeah. Stand up just wasn't, I don't know. I kind of want to try stand up again now but it wasn't really what i wanted to do then i wanted to just write stories i like that kind of comedy
1: i i um always wanted to do comedy always like that was always a thing i wanted to do but i my I came from, like, a working-class family. Like, I didn't think that that was a, a reality, but I thought the way you did it was doing stand-up, and then you eventually were just, like, famous. <laughs> and so I wanted to do that when I was a kid, but never knew how to do it or start it or anything. Yeah. And then when I was turning 25, I... Um, was back in Michigan for a couple years and my best friend always plans my birthdays and she asked me like what I wanted to do and I was like I want to do something with comedy like look up something with comedy and she found Go Comedy and saw that they do classes so her and a bunch of my cousins and friends paid for my first class which is where I met Matt Mm -hmm. and Janelle and Katie
0: and yeah even if like even if I took it the session before or after and maybe didn't end up in class with maggie because maggie is like who we were we were in a troop together called reclassify pluto and that was my first troop and maggie formed it with people that she had taken classes with and it's just like if i took a different class and didn't meet maggie i might not have come back or if i did come back i might not have been in a troop that like that i liked as much right because i wasn't like i i wasn't like i did not get into it Right away, I was like, "This is fun," but like, yeah. Oh, I
1: stalked Matt truth (laughs) I literally was like Matt let's do this let's do this let's go to this show like I immediately was just like I need to be in this community because this is what's been missing my whole life and he was in his master's program and um avoiding me and uh and then eventually we just like kind of met back up and then he hasn't avoided me since yeah it worked
0: um yeah yeah we, yeah, we also saw, I won't say the name of the show, but we saw, the first time I saw a scripted show at Go was me, Maggie, and our friend Janelle Solier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember thinking, I'm not saying the name of it because whatever it was and whatever, it doesn't matter. But I remember just thinking like, oh, you can write a show that's a play that's a comedy a 50 minute one story it's not sketch it's this comedy play and that is like that was if I didn't see that I might have not come back because like that's what I was like this is what I want to do I want to do this
2: I had the exact same experience because I did theater and stuff in high school and college and I always liked it when we did a comedy and I loved being the comedic relief in the show and that's where I feel like I thrived but I also like thought I had to be like Meryl Streep and be able to do everything so I was like I'm not good at dramas but i guess if i want to be an actor i have to do this and then once i was like oh there's like a whole thing where it's just comedy uh that sounds great and do you want to know
0: my first scripted show at go? yeah it was hamilton oh this is fucking awesome <laughs> i love this i loved all of the sound effects
2: i was like wow like this is a very well put together show and it like really inspired me but like i think i want to like do more of the sketch stuff that looks right Way more
1: my brendan butter oh <laughs> ah, that'll be another t-shirt <laughs> brendan butter i love yeah that show was so
2: good and that motivated me to do those things myself and i'm loving sketch yeah
1: i love writing it's a lot of fun and that's something that i never thought i would i would love either cuz like in middle school and high school and stuff like that i hated writing like to write a like research paper and all those things when i was in school w- was like i would have rather done anything in the world than write and now i'm like oh we need to write something let's get to this you know and i just like love it but yeah it's definitely changed once you injected the humor into it i was like that's everything i want to do yeah do you remember like one of the first times that you thought you were funny even like as a kid or where you were like ooh, that's something i want to follow
0: um I don't know. Honestly, like it was very young that I knew I could make people laugh. I could always make the adults laugh. Like I could make my family laugh and I'm sure at first it was just goofy stuff. But my dad also was like, my dad's super funny and he would like, um, he was selective in what we could like, what he would watch with me basically, which was like, um i don't know like we watched a ton of marx brothers movies and stan and ollie like all this like old comedy stuff that like so i feel like when i was growing up i was only watching like this it was always just the the funniest stuff in a sense like i think that helped me but like yeah i don't know i i just realized pretty young that i could make people laugh like not necessarily like oh i could be professionally funny but like oh i'm funny and more than anything, just enjoyed comedy. Like always like what I watch now is mostly comedy. Like I just want to watch something funny. And if I want to read or like see something serious, it's usually like more something in real life, like the news. Like if I want to be depressed, I'll read the news, but not watch something sad. Like I, like for whatever reason, drama to me is never that sad. Cause I'm like, I don't know the, these people aren't real and I'm not surprised by this, especially when it's just death, when it's just like, oh, you know, like their parent dies. It's like, okay, yeah, that obviously is very sad. That's not surprising that that's sad. So I don't draw to that ever.
1: All right. Did you see anything recently?
0: I didn't see anything. But in their text, you said something about like maybe something like unexpected that you're doing right now or something like that. Oh, yeah, niche key. Yes. So I... What I thought was that um, that I really like Harry Styles.
1: Okay, okay I'm totally on board with that. Are, are you, have you been
0: listening to his new I have, I'm, multiple times. I It all started a couple years ago. He released maybe an album or whatever, and I just happened to be listening to a song, and I was like, I really like this song. And I looked up, and I was just like, holy shit, it's Harry Styles. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, and I was just like, that's so weird. And Absolutely. then I listened to the album, and I was just like... Oh yeah, I really like his album and his new one.
1: So I was talking with Garrett Fuller about this before the album came out. There was three singles that were released, and those songs I feel like are like the three best songs on the album. But I haven't, I haven't gone back and listened to the album more than the first time when it came out.
0: Um, I there, I think there's other songs in the album I like more than a few of those songs. The biggest one actually that I'm I liked at first. But is that watermelon sugar one. Yeah, it's really it's, good. It, it is, but it's so repetitive that yeah. like the third time you're like, mm, I'm done.
1: Oh, it's 100%. That one, like you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then of course. The second
0: time is like watermelon sugar, watermelon sugar. And it's like, <laughs> okay, why okay, do you, you just keep saying watermelon sugar? And also, I don't even what know what that is. The, it? <laughs> 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 That's enough.
1: <laughs> I also want to point out that Harry Styles has this like weird fashion going on right now. Have you seen him on anything?
0: Yeah, oh, other- Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's got some pants situation no. going on no and GQ about the new masculinity. And there's
2: like a guy who works for Gucci or something who's like trying all these new things. And, like, and Harry Styles
0: is my new. Yeah. yeah well, well, he's he on Saturday Night Live, he brought back like wide pants. Wide like, pants. And I'm just like, no, Him no, no, no. no. Wide pants should doing... be decommissioned, never bring them back. They're not good fashion. But
1: I will say, for so some reason, for sense. me, if you are European, I don't. I just accept your fashion choices. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm just like, oh, they're a Brit. It's fine. Hey, you're gonna lay way up a lot more. You
0: don't. like the clothes that I. I was just about to say. I feel like my like. <laughs> Being who I am, like I'm not gonna tell Harry Styles how to dress, but I don't <laughs> No, tell him. Specifically on Saturday Night Live he had those wide pants and I just don't think those are ever a good look. Yeah, no. Um I, I like on anybody I just I don't know. You go back and you like look at friends and they're wearing these baggy clothes and it's just like baggy clothes are just not uh I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so funny. But I really and he was good on uh Saturday Night Live too. He was, he was great. Really good. He was really good. Had really good yeah. timing. Um yeah. I
2: love hairstyles. See, I don't I I think it's kinda cool. So like I, I
0: like what cool he's but those are, though, weird those are not white pants. Yeah, those are not white like, pants, We did have David Bowie though. though. I mean oh. Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Bowie like but I feel like back then it's weird to me now 'cause I feel like I feel like now there's a fine line of like because it's more accept, like m- because there's less people like trying to push back on you shouldn't wear that because you're a boy or whatever. Like you, you bleed into this area of like, are you doing that because that's how you feel you should dress, or are you just trying to push envelopes? Like, yeah. is there a weird like middle ground where it's just like almost offensive in some weird way? Is that possible? Like, I, don't I feel know. like if I wore, if I was to, like... Start wearing those pants. Right. Like, start wearing, like, a very... What is considered a feminine look. Like, I feel like it would be like, Matt, you... That's not how you dress. Like, what are really you doing? Awesome like, if that makes sense.
1: I have no idea about his sexuality I don't know.
0: at all. But he's... Even in, even if not, he's like a fashion icon yeah. that I am not. Like, Matt, I,
1: you are a fashion icon <laughs> to fashion me.
0: I mean, I did get this sweatshirt at Target. You look very nice. Thank you. And these Handsome pants dude. from J.C. Penny, That's where I get all my clothes.
1: And your glasses are perfect. Can I tell
0: you a real quick idea? I know no. this podcast is pushing way We're deep. Down keys, I'm just so pitching so. one more idea that wow. I had. I've had is that J.C. Penny should open up a boutique in Ferndale. Where they take the staples, like your jeans, your Levi's jeans, your blue Oxfords and men's, whatever the staples are for women's leggings or whatever. Call it James Cash Penny, because that's what JCPenney stands for. And just have a little boutique in Ferndale where you can go and get like, yeah, for cheap and not like for just so we're clear, Royal Oak prices. If you
1: this, you could quit your job.
0: I know, but that's what I feel like. I do you think that's what I feel like. Even in Royal Oak, where you like...
1: They're mis- just missing that... There's no word of it. That chicness. Rust Jason Belt Kennis. used to
0: be Old Navy. Did you know that? That was an Old Navy? Way back in the day. That's
1: why it's all, like, was cement and stuff. Navy?
0: Yep. Oh. It was an Old Navy outlet. But, like, something, like, just small where, yeah, like, I want to get jeans. But if you... in Ferndale, I don't even know men's clothes, if there's anything. There's some women's shops. And just, like, take out... Like, I
1: think that's a really good idea. i yeah.
0: serious. I... I... Yeah, so maybe cut this out cuz I keep telling my mom like I'm gonna you should pitch it to JC Penney cuz that's where <laughs> she works, but but we'll, I really we'll do like we'll cuz yeah, cuz if you go to Royal Oak and you want to buy a pair of jeans, it's like gonna be $150. And you look at the like tag and it's just like it's not like they're made here. Right. That's what I fucking hate is like especially when you go into these little shops and something's $50 like a wool knit like a knit hat and you're like, "Oh, it must be made in America, sewn by an angel." And it's like, "Oh no, it's made overseas just the same as everything else but right yeah
1: all the dye will come out of these as soon as i wash them (laughs) just like everywhere else yeah Yeah. well maddie patty Mm -hmm. you are hands down one of my favorite human beings on this planet and i mean that from the bottom of my heart and thank you for being our first ever guest and allowing us to have all of this equipment oh yeah you are the reason this podcast will ever come to line Thank you. So if it sucks, this is on you.
0: Well, I hope you guys are a big success. Thank you, Matt. I love you. Yeah. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.